marvelous. Yes. Oh, what was that? What are we doing? Go on, go on, go on. It sounds like something you find in your penis. <laughs> fading out. Okay. That's right. <laughs> okay. Wanda, was that you drinking? Huh? She's bad. I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> no, I thought I heard somebody drinking tea. I was. It was water. Iced water. It's anonymous, uh, Reagan. Water. I, oh, yeah. I forgot the, not, the anonymity policy of... Did you know that ice is white? Why do you have to be such a racist after a day when all these Chinese people got, almost died? Why well, today? Actually, two Chinese people did die, and the mm-hmm. rest of the Koreans survived, which I don't know if there's some kind of historical well, implication they, there. They but. say it might have been pirate error. Oh, come on. Pi- they have pirates in the air? Pirate. P-I-L- I mean, R- <laughs> Do we know if Cliffy is okay? Of the CDP podcast? No, we don't, actually. We don't. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad worried. the Asian American Association is going to give this podcast its seal of approval. Right. Uh, we, we need to introduce ourselves. Hi right. there. Hey there. And hello there. My name is Reagan Fox. I'm your favorite bully and deeply troubled person coming to you live from West Hollywood. And here today, I am joined with eight people with whom I've had the complete dissatisfaction of working with. For eight years. Did I say eight years? Eight years. I deeply resent both of you. (laughs) Well, hi there, ho there, and hello there, white ladies. I'm Madge Weinstein, and I like to take pictures of myself all bulked out on steroids and put them on (laughs) Grindr. I have a new name for you, Madge. (laughs) What? Trangran. Trangran? Why would you say Tran? I ain't no Trangran. And I ate. She's a, a, I'm a tranny uh, aunt. I mean, I'm not a tranny. Ooh, you're mean. A muff mm. grand. No. A muff grand. Dyke oh, grand. Is that, is I'm trying to think of something lesbian that rhymes with grand. Meemaw. Meemaw. Muff. Muff. Meemaw. Oh, Meemaw I'm so glad muff. you said that because I wanted you to start. What is, what is it on Arrested Development that they call grandma? grandma? Oh, Ganji. Ganji. I want you to call me that. Okay, I like that. I, I thought Gangi. it was Gangi. Isn't, Isn't that it Gangi? like a synonym for pot? No, I think it's Gangi. That's Ganja. That's it, Ganja. And speaking mm. of... Reagan, isn't it Gangi? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm also joined by oh. my wonderful self-described gal pal from Minneapolis, mm. Minnesota, the uh, the queen of all media, mm. Wanda yes. Wisdom. Well, hello there. It's so nice to be back where I belong. Mm-hmm. In front of this microphone with my two favorite lady friends who hate each other. Well, yes, you know, other. it's been I mean, it really is just uh, it's kind of like it's a public service. See, we do this for the listeners. We don't do it for ourselves because we just despise. Well, mostly we despise ourselves, but we also despise one another. I just I pray. think we hate ourselves more. I just pray yes. that we all will lose the hate in our heart and can reconcile 
I agree. I agree. Mm. I believe it was Gandhi who once said, may they find peace in their hearts and love in their lives. Yeah. Mm. And he wore a diaper. Did he do a podcast? <laughs> he did. No, but I bet Some- he would have. Uh-huh. <laughs> he would have. And I bet he would have done it live from Chicago with all sorts of crazy Why? people from all over the community. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you ladies doing this week? Has I'm it been a good week? Well, yes, I studied and I had to take a test for this programming thing uh, that I'm doing. But you know what? Um, I'm just amazed about this plane crash. I think it's marvelous that all these people lived. And I, I think I think it's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. But it makes me very afraid to get on an airplane because that is one of my fears to, is flying. Because they were chi- because the pilot was Korean? What are you talking? No, I just have a fear oh, of flying. I'm sorry. But luckily, why do you always was- go to race? I'm sorry, I thought you were talking, Wanda. I'm got confused. Oh, oh, sorry. No, see, you know, I've actually taken almost that very same flight, except my flight on a Asiana Airways. I don't know if it was a triple seven. Did they even have those back in the day? What day? But it was a big airplane that came from Seoul to L.A. Uh huh. And uh, the Asiana Airlines, I will tell you, they have a nice, they put out a nice spread. They have some really good food. Well, is it all barbecue? They do have the <laughs> Korean barbecue, yes. And the, the ladies are real nice. Because, you know, over there, I think they they work that whole politeness thing a little bit better than we do here. Yeah. We just, you know, kind of scowl at you when, when we're doing something. They're very polite. You know... I think like it shows Dad, it shows the adv- the advances in aviation and how um, the aviation industry has learned from the mistakes. I mean, you know, because I, I was watching it because I am I have no life and I was you know doing something and I was watching CNN. So I'm like, I, I got it. I haven't done this in like years where I get into CNN mode where you you know it's kind of like watching porn and you can't get off or something yeah like, you're just stuck in a cnn hole yeah. and i saw this thing and this you know the plane is they smoking nobody knew anything and this expert is saying oh these are really good planes they probably you know i don't think there's going to be too many casualties i'm like the thing is burnt but you know because the the way this plane was made it like takes every past crash into consideration when they designed it and it's it really shows you how amazing uh, really how good a job i think boeing did in designing it and also the you know all the safety shit that the government does but the government can't do anything right as we all know from uh uh what's that guy's name with the quack the quack with the quack son ron paul oh uh, oh oh yeah hell? Rand paul he's ron terrible paul. Yeah. He's, he was the one who wanted to have president obama impeached because my hand to god this is true because beyonce lip-synced at the inauguration he was actually yeah. calling for obama to well, be impeached. me too and, and this is the the right wing libertarian savior. This yeah. is the best that they've got. Well, I was actually referring to his father mostly, but the son's an idiot. Well, he's named after Ayn Rand. I mean, Jesus Christ, the hell was he really named after Ayn Rand? I think so. Well, I would assume so. It I mean, kinda... I think. I mean, he's that's what his father's um, philosophy is. Right, Rand objectivism. You know, I was watching when I was also equally entranced by CNN. Somebody said that they are trained to get people out of that plane within ninety seconds, right. even if they don't have all their those slides or whatever. Like they are trained to move people, and I just thought how 
how amazing is that? Because I think, you know, I don't know. I don't fly all that much, but when I do, I, I look at the people that are on the airplane, no offense, and I think to myself, I'm putting my hands in these people's lives. Like, they don't look happy to be alive. And I'm a little concerned if we hit trouble that they're going to kick into action. But lo and behold, apparently they do, and that just makes yeah. me happy. And, you know, you see so many disasters, and everybody just comes out and says, the guy, you know, this person screwed up, this person screwed up. But, you know, it's so nice to see something go the right way so you don't have to do that, except for those, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm surprised yeah. by uh, going into the comments and seeing how little people know about plane crashes. Mm-hmm. The comments to the stories, people are saying, I don't understand. It was a plane crash, but it happened on the ground. That's rare. How, and I was thinking, no, I've always heard that most plane crashes happen while during takeoff or landing. Right. Yeah. 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 Huh. Huh. Mm, well, we figured that one out. Marvelous. Yeah, done. Done. Marvelous. Should, they, they should pay us a consulting fee, the mm-hmm. people at Boeing, and done. Done. Because what they used to be, I mean, when they used to have huge plane crashes, they would, you know, the airline would change its name or go out of business, and then they would retire that brand of plane. Like, I think that's why there were no more DC ne- DC-10s, and there was like a... Uh, L-1011. I mean, I, I think when they crash, they kind of phase out the plane. So yeah, This is why regulation is needed. And, yes. and thankfully, we have so much regulation with the airline industry. But if you could look at other industries that need regulation, which aren't, I'm not saying these are deadly. I'm not saying these are on par. But if you try to go buy a mattress, mm-hmm. you can do no type of comparison shopping because there's no regulation <laughs> of that industry. So none of the mattresses will keep the same names. So there's no way to How the hell do you know that? What's that, that tag then for the way it says you can't rip it off? Oh, uh, well, that's if you can rip it off. Ah. The consumer can rip it off when you get at home, but you can't rip it off once you're once it's in the store. And that's not regulation. That sounds like regulation. Yeah. Well, and the way the way that I know about it, uh-huh. Wanda, is that I'm looking for a new mattress for all the fucking I do. No, uh, I've had the same. <laughs> I've had. The Aren't same you mattress. having sex right now? Mm. I mean, why be do you, honest. Why do you think I'm There's a dick in your mouth, having sex? There? Oh, because of my lisp. Is yeah. that a gay joke? Well, you're gay, right? Rude. Uh. Rude. Not nice, as Cheryl would say. Not nice. So I read a po- uh, something that Cheryl wrote on Facebook, uh, Madge, that said that you are working for Dorm Dad again? <laughs> no, Dorm it's... Dad? The thing is, uh, he owes me $500, and he gave me a check, and the check keeps bouncing. Like he's this is the second ch- check he's bounced to me, and I've been to the I went to the bank three times last week, and I stopped depositing it to my own bank account because you know I don't want to get the fee, so I just go to the bank. They see me there, and they they go hi, oh it's you again, and then they check it. Sorry, there's no money, still no money, and I've been going through, it, and then I go and I text him. I'm just exhausted from all this, so I, the I'm kind of paying lip service and telling him that I'm working for him just until I the check goes through which hopefully is tomorrow and then he i just today he sent me a text message madge can you um can you film tonight like now like (laughs) right uh i said no but i can tomorrow night because that will be after i know if the check is good oh smart but anyway no cheryl was kidding you're talking about the when she said i'm going to do programming for for that or something yeah no iphone apps why the the coco dorm right yeah i'm gonna try it the whole reason I'm trying to educate myself and spend all this money is to get out of that fucking shithole business. 
Are you kidding me? You who don't know literal shithole fil- business. Yeah, yes. Madge films porn, gay Latino. Almost hopefully past tense. And okay, and so the other we thing is having- sorry. The other no, thing. Just, oh, go ahead. Excuse me. This will take a second. The other thing is, um, my class doesn't start till April, till August fifth. So, I, it'd be, you know, if I can get cash in advance, I'll still work there just to have some money coming in. The end. Have you tried going to cashforgold dot com? I don't want to mess with my gold tooth. Do you have any old phones? Yes, I do. Because I hear you can get a real deal. You just punch a few things into a computer, and you're going to get a check. How does that work? I don't know, but I saw a commercial where you, if you got an old phone, even if it's cracked, you just put in a few numbers or whatever, and then you send off your phone, and they give you some money. Okay. Oh, okay. the question I had, though, was an actual question mm. versus a question that's not really a question. It's just an opportunity for me to talk and hear myself speak. Um, Blatino, I was having this conversation <laughs> with some friends is that a real word, or is that just a yes. porn word? It's a new race. No, I know what it means, but I mean, people don't actually use that outside of porn. Only do they? moronic porn producers use it, right. I mean, I think it's just this offensive... It's like, nobody would gross. refer to themselves as a Blatino, correct? I certainly hope not. It's just a, a way to just be even more ob- uh, objectifying of minorities. Yeah, that's what I, I like. Why, why don't they take because like nobody and, says they're chocolates. Well, why would you put those two races together into one word anyway? Like, why don't you put Chinese and and Caucasian, and we can be Caucasian Awards? <laughs> oh, I, I like, like that. I, I like, like that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's and I feel like you have to work cock into Caucasian somehow. You have to understand that people in the porn business are morons, and there is no irony. So pretty much everything you see is what you see is what you get. Oh my God! Could you pl- can we start our own ironic porn company? Mm, no, like where we have ironic porn. Um, what would make what the would porn that ironic? Be? Yeah, I don't know. So, well, maybe not ironic. Self-aware porn or porn from a critical distance, critical perspective. That could be interesting. Maybe like, like oh God, I'm coming! I'm coming! <laughs> I'm coming for my check. Yeah, I'm coming for my check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe... In a- I hate myself. Yeah, stick it in. God, I fucking hate myself. If only I would have finished high school. If only yeah. I wouldn't have been sexually abused. I don't know what to say. That I would be the most depressing porn I ever. I can't top any of those. No pun intended. Yeah, the scenes, rather than it being some type of bait bus scenario, it could be hate somebody bus. go... It, it'll be very meta. Remember yeah. when we used to love that word? It'll be very meta where it's some hunky guy and he knocks on the door. Hi, yeah, I'm here because I hate myself and I was sexually abused growing up and uh-huh. I'm going to make $1,000 for this. It'll be on the internet forever. Okay. And then it'll be like, oh, you're white, so you can make more. <laughs> yes. but And then the black guy comes in. I'm sorry, you're black. You get 150 And that's only if you do it raw. Otherwise, 100 Oh, and um, what kind of STDs am I gonna get? Yeah, any that oh, you don't well, this have would already. Be good. I think we got a winning business yeah. plan here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie Sprinkle did Great. something similar to this, I believe, and, and I mentioned this example when I teach, where she had a show called either Porn Postmodern or Post Porn Modern, 
uh, and it was a one-woman show that reflected upon her involvement in the porn industry, and she had an edited tape of money shots and pornography where <sighs> that's when a man ejaculates on a woman's face. Or a man's and, face. Or the more feminine figure, so it might be the bottom's face or whatever the case might be. And the tape was edited, so it's money shot after money shot after money shot. And Ugh. the purpose of it was to reveal how mechanical pornography was and to take something that's typically thought of as the peak of sexuality and sexiness Ugh. and deconstruct it. It's so gross. You know, the last week I got an email from my boss, and this is while he hadn't been paying me, and I'm so pissed. You know, like, I haven't done I stopped all, doing all work for him. I've got two projects, whatever. And he sends me an email. He says, Madge, because that's my name, Madge, can you do shoots like, can you shoot for us like this? And it's just these two attachments of these disgusting people with come all over their face dripping and one it's like with feet because he wants feet with the come i didn't answer i'm just like oh <laughs> it's so awful like why on earth did i why do i do this how did i get what the fuck is wrong with me see that's the voice that i want to hear in the background instead of the oh. sexy porn music i want to hear your internal monologue as you're filming Oh my god! I want to see the oh guy. My god. With you know what I do when I'm filming is I text people with this. I do. I text them nonstop, and often like I'm shooting like a really important shot, and I'm texting in the other hand because it's. And I'm like, oh my god! And then I'll take a picture of somebody's ridiculous tattoo that says like something misspelled. <laughs> oh, the the tattoos and pornography are just Ugh. among the worst. I've often said on Twitter, which is mm. my new book on uh, Twitter. That that uh, gay pornography is just a bad tattoo contest. That's true. The worst tattoos I have ever seen come from gay porn. It's also a biggest idiot contest. Well, I, I want to also see, like, because I'm assuming you're coming from a very unique vantage point in the world of porn. Like, I'm mm -hmm. curious, do, do, like, the people on the West Coast that are doing, you know, like, Shishi LaRue, are, like, are those people looking down upon the people that are doing your kind of... Like, is there a hierarchy? I have of, no clue, and I don't want to find out. But I've been to these events where they're all there, like where Michael Lucas and his people there with Chi... I call her Chi-Chi, because she reminds me of that restaurant. And Chi-Chi was there and all this. And, you know, it, I didn't get any feeling of, of that at all. Everybody, you know... I didn't get any feeling that there's, like, a hierarchy in... Chi-Chi LaRue asked me to do porn. Yeah, yeah, you told us, and um, you should have said. Well, I asked you too if you remember for the Coco Dorm. Don't you remember? <laughs> oh gosh, I, I would have been great at the Coco I Dorm. Invited I think you, you would have excelled. You, you could were, have taken a big old wiener. You were going to get your own room. That doesn't happen much. Oh, there are uh, different people get rooms. There at are the Coco rooms. Dorm? Yes. What do you think? It's. I told you it was like the Big Brother house, only with blacks, and everything's horrible. <laughs> well, that sounds like the Big Brother house. You know, after everything I, I, is horrible. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard uh, or seen anything I've written about just how horribly racist and homophobic the Big Brother house yes. is this year? No, not this well, year. No, that's oh. been all over the. Um, in fact, we were going to talk about that tomorrow. So, any uh, insight that you have would be greatly used. <laughs> oh, I mean, just truly, truly, truly terrible. They have. I, I would say it's about a. Third of the house, maybe even as much as half of the house, uh, saying really bad racist. I mean, anything that's racist or homophobic or sexist is bad. But 
they're calling the one gay guy in the house, his name's Andy, faggot to his face. One of the guys named Spencer, this dude from Arkansas who works on a train, called him Kermit the Fag okay. after the gay guy put on a green shirt. They said that they wanted to, uh, they wondered if after the Asian woman, Helen, Asian American, got punched in the face, if that would make her eyes straight. They told her to go make rice. Things that just did not happen my season. But that, this is the way I interpret that is, you know, that's the producers doing that. That's the producers selling racism and homophobia. No, but they won't include it. My, see, my whole oh, it's thing, not in the show. All of my commentary, what exactly that? Oh, okay. What is the point in casting? having an ethnically, sexually, racially diverse cast, if you're going to edit out the racism, ethnic oppression, and uh, homophobia that these people have to deal with on a day-to-day basis in the house. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand the Because, point. I think because of what I just assumed, which is that they were trying to sell racism and homophobia. But it, only if they include it in the broadcast. Correct, absolutely, but you're saying they, they should have. And I'm yeah, saying then, if they had, then it, I think it's a catch-22 for them, then. Well, then essentially they're still, I don't want to say they're making money off of it, but, you know, aren't you paying or aren't people paying to watch these live feeds? Yes. Right. And those, well, then that's where this stuff is happening, right? Yeah, right. And right? just to back up, because I want to disagree with something that you're saying, Madge, okay. because Survivor has dealt with themes of racism and done it in a very honest way, in a way that didn't feel like that they were um, monetizing racism or oh. capitalizing off of racism and ended up holding the racist people accountable. And it was a gay guy who was on either a year ago or two years ago named Colton Cumbie from the South. <laughs> and, and he may talk about a porn he, name. You know what that name reminds me of? It reminds me of the guy from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas who gets the whorehouse closed down. Yeah, I don't remember that well enough. I just remember the shower scene song, which was amazing. I know. No, that's the one my boyfriend loves. <gasps> but yeah, they and they totally held his feet to the fire for it. And I think that's well, yeah, why what is because I know that CBS has said essentially they don't, you know, obviously they don't support anything that blah blah blah. But why right. wouldn't those people just get kicked out? Well, because it's a game. It's a chess game. And I don't think that people should be kicked out of the house. And a lot of people do think that that they should get kicked out of the house for saying stuff like that. But I don't think they should be kicked out of the house. They are who they are. And you have to take them warts and all. And I, that's one of the things that makes Big Brother interesting. Well, it, it would have been very interesting if they showed this part about the Chinese thing, girl. because And then they would have had Tommy Chung had to make a comment about it. I mean, can you imagine that? That was, Connie Chung? What are you talking the host, about? The host. The host. About what you just said. Um, this actually happened. Some mm -hmm. some listener we were was pondering whatever happened to Connie Chung, and, and another listener said, "Well, she's on Big Brother." Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm -hmm. "What? They can only have one Asian on." She, she got a lot of surgery. She looks good. She's that is not that is <laughs> she's been around Chen. a long time. What people? That's a what? 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 Well, you know, they have many names. What are you talking what about? What are you talking thing? about? Okay. It's Julie Chen Connie Chung, I think, is her full name. Oh, Julie Chen? No, That's what no. I meant is Julie Chen. I didn't mean Connie Chung. I didn't mean Okay, y'all can't you said we said Connie Chung. Well, you know what that happens, especially after a catastrophe with 
all those Koreans. I'm sorry. Y'all are crazy. Cray cray. No, but I, I, I feel Julie is such, she's really wonderful. I like her a lot. She's a very smart, kind woman. And I can't imagine how difficult it would be for her to interview people like this after they're evicted from the house. I mean, I know y'all are trying to put a humorous spin on it, but I, I just, it's, I think it's really bad. Well, my only question it's, about this racism, homophobia, is if it's against the rules or not. That's the only issue, isn't it? Well, that's no, the weird no, thing it, is that they're getting paid. Aren't they getting paid every week? Well, yes and no. I they they make probably $700 a week. I mean, it's, it's really it's not more much. than they get at the dorm, and they, you don't have to fuck. Well, see, what's interesting then is, like, I, I get it. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't hear, like, it's not that media should not ever include um, speech that is uncomfortable because it is racist or, you know, like, they shouldn't be censoring the reality of these people. I get that. But on the other hand, you also think about it in terms of, like, a company doing business and you would never allow an employee who's doing a job for you to, you know, spout off racial slurs and then it depends because that's not yeah i agree with what you're saying to an extent but they are not the people brought into the house aren't customer service (laughs) yeah they're brought into the house to be themselves good and bad and they're supposed to represent it's supposed to be a microcosm of the united states and to me it's such a missed opportunity given how hate speech, real hate speech, actual hate speech is such a big national conversation right now with the Paula Dean controversy and a lot of other controversies. Yes. So why not I, I think Reagan, capitalize on that? I think, Reagan, a- the problem is I look at Berg Brother and I just see a stupid show. Like, honestly, I don't I don't think it's the place to have that dialogue. Now, if you want to take some of those clips and do your own videos about it and have a discussion, I think that would be intelligent. But I think they're making the right choice by not having that dialogue because I don't think they're capable of doing it right. I mean, this whole show is plastic and, and just no, kind of I, I, I disagree with you. You've seen one season of Big Brother. Yes. I've watched it since the beginning, minus... Yeah season one and i didn't watch season 14 either right but what has drawn me to that show is not the competitions where people are straddling popsicles and an endurance competition there is a silly element to that that show you're absolutely right but what has brought me back season after season after season is that you start off with these very superficial ideas of who the house guests are. And then the deeper that you get into the season, you begin to see, Oh, these people are not stereotypes. They are not, they are not what I thought they were in the first episode. They're real human beings that get hurt. And yeah, but don't you think too? I mean, you're able because of not only your firsthand experience, but also your incredibly large brain, um, able to think critically about a lot of this in a way that even like CBS doesn't have to present it in a certain way for you to think critically about it. You're just the kind of person that you're going to see you're going to consume the information and then have your own critical lens whereas i think that i I believe i believe that cbs's mo with big brother is exactly what i just described take people who come off if you first look at them as the stupid blonde or the stereotypical gay guy or this character or that character and then 
deconstruct that because you really you you get <laughs> you see multiple sides of people. What about it, but what about the chat rooms though? If you look at the chat rooms, I don't get the. I mean, and this, granted, this is all about that one season that you were in. But right. I don't get the feeling from watching the chat rooms that anybody's learning anything about the depth of the person. I mean, they're just tearing everybody to shreds based on... That's a, that's a certain element of the show. I have really never been a feeds watcher. I watched the feeds a little bit the season after mine because Rachel was on it and Rachel and I are friends. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, out of a place of care and concern for her. But um, I would say the average viewer who... And, and keep in mind that the people who watch the live feeds of that show tend to watch spend most of their day watching it so that's a very small percent of big brother's population and a very particular type of person and but the average viewer the person who just watches the cbs edit of the show Mm. is not like that and whereas i most seasons i generally like everybody who plays i like some people more than i like others but i don't hate people and i think the average live feed viewer might like one or two people in the house but they hate everybody else um so but most people who watch the cbs show are more consistent with the way that i watched the program which is i like everybody i can see everybody as human even the characters who i don't like for some of the bullshit that they've spouted this season i still recognize are human beings and i also know and i'm intimately familiar with the fact that when they get out of the house they are in for a world of hurt yeah well um i mean that's your opinion and that's that's fine and just i i think you give the audience too much credit but you know i understand what you're saying i just tend to think that the audience is retarded (laughs) (laughs) that's just me i mean i would like to think that you're right it would be great but i'm just not that optimistic about people the truth the truth probably lies somewhere in between Mm mm-hmm yeah. But either way, regardless, I think it would be a f- missed opportunity for production not to turn this into a storyline. But you know what's interesting, though, now that you bring it up, is that when I was – I read three books about uh, Scientology in a row, like, a couple months ago. And what they I, – I had this thought consciously as I was reading at least one of them that, wow, I think Big Brother – must have taken some of their ideas from the, what the, from the Scientology process. Because like some of it is so similar to the way they treat people. Like they do exactly that, where they take away your food and they put you in a special room. What do you call that? Bad people or something like that, where you get slopped. They do it the exact same thing with Scientology. Like in the inner church. Like if you do something wrong, if you say something bad about the church, you can put be put in that situation. Except it's much worse for for years sometimes. It's very interesting. I was like, "Are they? St- is Big Brother stealing this from Scientology?" <laughs> I mean, you never know because Scientology is so big in LA. Well, yeah, and I don't know about Big Brother, but you know, I mean, a lot of Scientology is just well, I mean, any cult-like yeah. sort of organization or institution. What were the three books? I read the Gen- think- the Jenna Miscavige one. I yeah. read the um, Inside Scientology. Yeah, Inside Scientology. And the, and the Lawrence Wright book, which I forget, which was the Lawrence Wright one? I forget the name. Lawrence Wright book is Going Clear. Yeah, those are the three. So the other what one. What was the second one? Inside said. Scientology. That's uh, from this writer from Rolling Stone. It was ve- very similar to the Lawrence Wright book. It was more like 
research, investigation, and report, whereas the Jenna Miscavige one was firsthand. Did you read those? Which You read the same ones, right? Except I read for the, the two. I didn't read the second yeah. one you said. I read the Jenna Miscavige book, and we actually got to interview her. She's just a fascinating person. Oh, you're person. kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, in addition to Tan Mom, we occasionally have... We occasionally have someone worth uh, having. It's a, it's have y'all interviewed Tan Mom before? Yes. Cheryl was yeah. very angry because Cheryl is the real Tan Mom. Well, I'm sure she Except would. I would be frustrated, you she's know, the to, to mom. have all those years of. I was going to say, is she technically a mother? Well, a abortive mother. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Oh. That's have you ever sad. had Tina Fey on your show? No. She should yeah. be the first. Fe- she should be the first female talk show host. I am so sick of that being male dominated. Like, I mean, who didn't see that coming with that guy from Saturday Night Live, Seth Meyers, going to late night? Who did not see that coming? He's got the. He's just fits the the mimeograph. Shows how old I am to use that word, but of the the t- the type of guy that does that. You know, the smirky. Working a oh. with your mimeograph. Okay. Bust out your facsimile. Anyway, I just. I would love to see her doing that. I've never even seen her interview somebody, but I just want to see somebody like her. She's too big. She's too big to do late night t- TV. Okay, but somebody like her then. I don't know who it would be, but you know, I just hate to see that that still going in the same conservative straight male slot. It bothers me. It's not Seth Meyer. It's um, Myers. No, 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 no. Who is it? What's his name? It is Seth. No, Meyer. Seth, My- Seth Meyer just got a show. Yeah. Oh my God, Wanda, you're not doing your job. You all. are an entertainment you are talk show host. Worst entertainment reporter I've oh, ever seen. What a whore! This is exactly why I've just when Madge Weinstein for the last eight years. When Madge Weinstein knows more about something in entertainment than you, you know you have a problem. No, but the, who's the other one that just got the? He's not doing the Tonight Show. No, not the Tonight Show, but he's getting a late night program. Oh, okay. I did all not. These, all these Caucasians was... look the same to me. Somebody's drinking. <laughs> Somebody's drinking. Anyway, just putting that out there. Who would be a good? Who do you think would be a good female like for that? Wanda Wisdom. Oh, Besides yes. her, mm-hmm. somebody maybe a little more famous. No offense. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe somebody from the View. No, nobody Let's from see, the Let's see, a little more famous little than Wanda Wisdom. Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, Amy Fox. Sedaris. Amy Sedaris, that would be wonderful. I mean, who would not watch that show? Amy Most Sedaris people. would be fantastic. Oh, my God. I would, I would love would. that. Who was she on? She used to go on Letterman. late night a lot. With Letterman. Them. Crazy Letterman. as fuck, yes. Yeah. Love her. I mean... I would love to see her as Piglet doing interviews with people. And Jerry. She can do anything. I mean, she could just stand on her head and I would burst into hysterics. I love to watch her on the Martha Stewart program. Oh, does she do that? Oh, Martha Stewart loves her. Oh, my God. I didn't know. I sh- if there were a way to set my TiVo, even though I don't have one, to record anything with Jerry Blank, I totally would. They should come back and do one more season. Yeah, like they did with Arrested Development. Yeah, Which we've never talked about that show because you had an issue with that show. Oh, Reagan. I did have an issue with that show. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I was going to say my only issue was it that I never watched it. Did you ever oh, watch should. any of the seasons? No. Oh, you should definitely watch yes. it. It's really. I good. know. I keep hearing it's one of those shows that I keep hearing about, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I feel horrible that I don't know what everybody. That's how I felt about. about Game of Thrones, and I started watching that this weekend, and it's so did fantastic. I. Do you like? Oh yeah, week. 
it, I think it was you, finally, when you were posting stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going to, st- I cannot let Wanda get a head start on me with Game of Thrones. That is when I know I've just. See, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched it yet. I know it's good, but I haven't watched it because I feel like it's something I can't do other things while I'm watching. No, you cannot. See, that's you can't, because it's kind of difficult to understand what they're saying right, to begin right. with, because it's By like medieval. Way, I don't know if you f- you would find this helpful, or if you do this, you probably right. don't. I'm a little retarded and Master slow, Bates. so um, I read it with or I watch it with the subtitles because I don't know these people's names, and if I see their names, I think for some reason I'm like remembering things you better. Know, that's a really good idea, but I swear, and this is a good thing that you brought this up. But I have this AT and T. I'm going to sound like even even older train grand now, but I have this AT and T Uverse computer on my television. You know, it's like on demand, right? No problem. At Game of Thrones on demand. But I can't, for the life of me, figure out how to get the goddamn closed captions to work. Oh, Trangran, you and my mother, my 70-year-old mother, you need to get into a room together and just try to learn how to use an Apple TV. Where are the buttons? There's no I buttons know how to use box. an Apple TV, but I don't know how... Oh, you're right. With the Apple TV, now you can do HBO. And yeah, HBO, I I, with, with the Apple TV, I do know how to do the closed captions. See, there you go. But I don't know how to do it on the AT&T U-verse box. Do you? Why would well, I, I use... I don't even know what that is. It sounds like AOL. Why you gotta hate on the U-verse? Are what you... Are you... Trangran, are you doing Please don't call me Trangran. I'm Gamzy, or whatever it was. Gangi, are Gan- you... Gangi. Your muff Gangi, yes, Gangi. Yes, are I'm you Gangi. on dial-up right now? <laughs> Yes, that's how I'm recording this Skype conversation. I'll have you know that I have. You call up the internet. I'll have you know I got computers. You got mail. I'll have you know I got computers. That's what this you girl. I want to do a, like a, a search uh, for how to use that AT and T Uverse thing on um, Netscape. Bitch. Wanda, do you remember US Videotel? Nope. Now, what is that? It was, oh, I almost uh, it was pre-internet, and it was a box that you could get, and it was mainly served the Houston area, and it was, uh, I would say, the late 1980s. I look it up, look it up, look. How up do you US remember that, Reagan? Tell. You're not that old. Yes, I, uh, you're absolutely right. I was born <laughs> in 1993. That's the year I graduated high school. You're almost train grand too. Wild um, and free in '93. Oh, so we were <laughs> we were going to talk about Arrested Development. Yeah, the yes. problem that I had the the problem that I had with the fourth season mm-hmm. is they had this really hilarious joke about child molestation. That's hilarious. Right, right. Where the the premise of the joke is how low can we get the land value of michael bluth's real estate project right and so there's not a uh there's not a paved road that leads to it they can't there's a a community pool rather than every house having a pool uh they can't get any internet you know so it's like the price just plummets so finally job the brother comes up with a brilliant plan to sell the property to a particular segment of the population that can't be around schools, that can't be around, you know, a number of different things, can't be around kids. Sex offenders. So he he decides to sell, yeah, the property to sex offenders. So -hmm. it becomes this, like, mecca for sex offenders to live at because they don't have to worry about, you know, 
working around kids. And uh, so George Michael Bluth comes, who is the Michael Sarah character, and they're all excited because he looks like a little boy, but he's actually an adult. <laughs> and all of the sex offenders are gay men. And I just thought, oh, come on, really? When it, the statistics are 95% of child sex predators are heterosexual males. And yes. South Park did something else that pissed me off along these lines where they were doing a parody of To Catch a Predator, that NBC show, and that busts child sex predators. And one of the things I love about that show is that it's overwhelmingly heterosexual adult males who are the predators. So it, it actually reflects the reality yeah. of child sex abuse. But then when South Park did the parody, they made all the sex offenders gay men. And this is something these images of gay men as sex predators, these, this was one of the first targets of homophile organizations in the United States, like the Madison Society, that were trying to dispel many of the myths that were perpetuated about the gay and lesbian community. So it's just sad that all these years later, like we have marriage rights and we're still having to battle all of this stuff. And I think the fact that it's done comedically makes it all the more insidious okay, and but, even but the, all the more dangerous. And and I don't disagree with what you're saying, except that, I mean, the especially South Park, I mean, these are shows that where nothing is sacred. You know, they'll go anywhere. So where do you draw the line that something is should not be done versus it's just irreverent? You know what I mean? Especially with South Park, because... You know, they make they seem to make fun of absolutely everyone. I mean, I understand what you're saying. They're distorting the stereotype. But I mean, no, they're not distorting the stereotype. They are perpetuating the stereotype. That's correct. But but yeah, but what but they're perpetuating the stereotypes for Jews. I mean, I I, I get annoyed as hell when they say about Jews. And you know, that reminds me, I saw Book of Mormon, the musical this week, which was very good. You know, and they rip Mormons to shreds and make fun of them. And, you know, I just. But I don't know what fun, the difference well, in is. In Book of Mormon, their, their jokes are based on, they're not distorting Mormon beliefs. They're taking things that Mormons actually believe and making fun of it. Right. When, when they make fun of black people on South Park, when they have the character Token, who's supposed to represent the token black character that you would see on a sitcom, mm-hmm. the butt of the joke is not black people. The butt of the joke is racism that happens in sitcoms. Yeah. And the butt of the joke when you make all of the sex predators gay is not how the media reports on I'm sex not, I mean, the only, way you, I, the only way I could think that they might think they're getting around that is maybe their, maybe their representation of all the sex predators being gay is in and of itself parodying the stereotype. That all sex predators. But I don't. Are I don't gay. think it is. I. I, yeah. I, don't I mean, I haven't see seen the episode, so I don't know. But hmm. I don't see the weak t- wink to the audience there. And I. I don't. I, I believe that you have to judge comedy by a different measuring stick than some type of serious treatise. You know. So I'm not saying that comedy comedians can't get away with doing jokes that are irreverent. I just don't think that this is smart. I think it would be a lot smarter for them to do a joke about. But you know what? They made a mistake. Yeah. But 
that sometimes happens, you know, especially in no, comedy I, when you're no, going over the No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I've watched, I've watched the fourth season two times now. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't watch the season. Yeah. Everybody is allowed to make a mistake, but I think critique is also an important part of that process. Yeah. You have to be willing to call out something that's fucked up whenever it's fucked up. You know, the, the other thing is, you know, this South Park, like, yes, South Park does a lot of wings to the audience and all that. But at the same time, a lot of it does, a lot of people, especially kids who shouldn't even be watching it, take that stuff that they say literally. Like my nephew, for example, he is uh, nine years old. He's a redhead. Last, I think last year, he was crying because everybody was calling him a dirty, you know, a ginger and all this dirty ginger. And, you know, gingers have no feelings or something like that. But that's you true. <laughs> but the thing is, yes, and that's funny. And we joke about it. I, I joke about it, too. But the problem is it gets down to that lowest common denominator and then they use it against each other. Well, it comes back to like the fact that you're showing South Park, which, you know, they're being rather intelligent with their humor and then you show it to a dumb audience and you're going to get people sort of taking things at face value. It's kind of like giving guns to mentally ill people, I suppose. (laughs) But um, I guess that's why I think I don't really, I mean, I guess that's I just I, I think that there are choices that have to be made, and in that South Park episode, for example, mm-hmm. the why not just have the kid who they were coming to see female? It was a kid who had Tourette syndrome. You know, there were all of these yeah. threads in the joke. You could have just as easily made that that child a female, right? Okay, but aside and, and it doesn't lo- it doesn't lose any of its humor that way. All of the jokes still work, but. Now it accurately reflects what happens in the artifact that you're parodying. Right. Well, you know, you never know what's going on over there with the writing. And, you know, maybe they're on deadline. Maybe they just didn't. Who knows? But anyway, my, I just want to go back to Arrested Development because tell me, isn't that, to me, is one of the most brilliant comedy shows that's ever been on TV? I just think it was so fucking hysterical. I just love that show. I don't even know why, but I absolutely love that show. I wish because I Because it's why. character driven and it's awesome. The oh writing is God. just amazing. It is. And just the way that there's, uh, there's something about these shows where they show rich people as these, it's, it's kind of like, what's that show with the, with Danny DeVito, always sunny in Philadelphia, where the characters oh, yeah, yeah. are these like horrible soulless people that make jokes about themselves. Those, those are similar. And, and the other show that I absolutely loved is uh, 30 rock. Those are like my favorite, favorite comedy shows. Yeah, me too. I, I I wish I knew why, and I would write my own. But I, I just I don't know. And I also like the absence of a lab of a laugh track yes. or a live studio audience. That just kills it for me. Hold on, I need to go get some peanuts because I'm getting a little hypoglycemic right he now. Needs to get some peanuts talk amongst yourselves. Peanuts. Actually, I'm gonna go get my plug. I'm gonna talk about my vagina. You talk about your vagina. I'm gonna get my plug so that yeah. I don't run out of juice. I'm gonna make a mark here so I can. I said juice, not you know. Juice, yeah. Hebrews. It, it hurts. Markers here. I'm going to erase this. Hope I've remembered to erase it. If I didn't, audience, well, that's just how it goes. Got to remember sometimes. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Why are you singing Annie? Because I'm by myself. Wanda's gone too. What happened to Wanda? She had to go eat something. You know, she's gained some of the weight back, I hear. Gained she's some of the weight. She's shooting up right now. She's going to come back with a lot I more hit him in Hebrew. Oh, can we talk about food and eating disorders a little bit? 
Yeah. Okay, All so right. I think I told you in an earlier show I have horrible cholesterol, so I went on this diet. Oh, no. cholesterol I didn't diet. tell you. Yes, I did, because you said your cholesterol is marvelous, and Reagan said Oh, that's right. Yes, I do. Yeah, because you're all bitches. But so I lost 10 pounds, which I think is great. But here's the problem. I feel like I have like so much less energy now, because I'm not just eating everything in sight. And there's never anything well, to eat. You, what are you eating? Well, I'm only eating healthy food, which means I'm hardly eating anything. I eat a lot of peanuts and raisins. I mean, not peanuts. Uh, almonds and raisins. I eat a lot of uh, hummus. Humus, a lot of milk, not not milk milk, but almond milk, and um, salad. I eat salad. A lot of chicken breast. What's good for high cholesterol? What oatmeal? Panda Express. You stupid bitch! (laughs) You're such an asshole. She doesn't. P what? Payway. Payway. Um. Do you? uh, What was I going to say? Do you what kind of carbohydrates do you eat? That's you I get some fuel well, out of that. But the doctor told me I shouldn't have too many carbohydrates because I have a lot of small particle cholesterol, which is caused by car- see the thing is, it's like everything is so wrong these days that it's like if you really want to eat correctly, I feel like all you can do is drink water. But anyway, yeah, yes, I have that healthy doesn't carbs. work very well. I tr- <laughs> I don't my rule is I don't eat anything uh, processed if I can possibly help it. You know, whole grains, all that shit, if I can do it. And, uh, what about sweet potatoes? Love the sweet potatoes, but I haven't been eating them because I don't like to shop. So I just eat what's in the house. Is that a okay, problem? Well, that might be your first problem because oh. dust is really not a fortified food group. Dust? <laughs> dust I read a wonderful dust. book. If Wand is talking about it, it's angel dust. <laughs> what? PCP. Um, <laughs> No, I read a wonderful book about food and it has me obsessed Which with thinking one? about food called uh, Sugar. I don't know what order. I always Sugar Avery? Sugar Avery. Yes, Sugar <laughs> Avery's low cholesterol. Diet. You show is fatty. <laughs> it, it's all pussy, honey. It's all pussy. <laughs> tuna. Lots and lots of fresh tuna. Um, sweaty. Okay. What? No, fa- fat, sugar, salt. I think what is what it's called. What the fuck is that? It's those three words in some arrangement. I always forget. Oh, I thought you meant like one. It's a product, fat, sugar, salt. No, it's a book, and it's called oh. Fat, comma, Sugar, comma, Salt. Okay. And it teaches, it tells you all about it. It's like the history of the processed food industry. It's yes. so fucked. Well, I totally agree. That's why the thing is, the one part of the diet I, I strongly, most strongly believe in is the... Uh, I mean, it's not a diet, Emma. It's just kind of like, I'm just avoiding processed foods. And basically, that's what's enabled me to lose weight, because everything's processed. So if you don't eat processed food, you're basically not eating. You're starving, yeah. I love how Madge perked up when you said fat, sugar, salt, and she thought that was an actual product. I know, it sounded like, like oh, an, fat, sugar, it, salt, that sounds great. It sounds like a flavor of Ben & Jerry's. I'm like, where do I get it? <laughs> <laughs> fat, sugar, salt. But it has to have like some celebrity's name attached to it that rhymes. <laughs> Stephen Colbert's fat sugar small yeah. salt. Jane Fonda's fat sugar salt. No, it needs to be somebody fatter like Oprah or a white fat. Paula Dean. Paula Dean, yes. Paula That's fat perfect. Sugar salt butter. Oh, somebody <laughs> can do that in salt. our. Um, this I have to mention too. This is for all of our good. Uh, speaking, I was going to say somebody should do album art with that, but that reminds me. We desperately need album art for this show because we don't. We need it to be fourteen hundred by fourteen hundred pixels iTunes will in no way feature us without this. It is very important. And for me, 
I mean, I could just throw something together that would be hideous for my own show, but it's not going to be good enough for this show, and we all have to be in it. So if somebody's out there, please help us out. Help some sisters and brother. And, Who's ow. the brother? Well, bo- bottom, I almost You're said. You're black? Help a bottom out. Our, you know, anyway. I was raised by a black woman. He, I think I've told y'all that before. He was raised top, but he's, for some reason, converted to bottom. You were raised by a black lady? I was. I didn't know that. Can we talk about... Do penises... Do penises... Since I'm a lesbian today, I don't really have one, but do penises, like, they change size at puberty, right? Like Change size? Yeah. Well, I hope so. Okay. Because it would have been real awkward if I had a... uh, Are you asking us because you think all gay guys are child molesters? Yes. Well, because a a person, friend of mine, I I don't even want to name the gender, because said to me, Madge, uh, so-and-so is complaining that his uh, penis is so small that it's like a little mushroom. And this is a child, and she didn't know what to tell him. I'm like, it gets bigger. You know, Dan Oh, my Savage. God, that's a wonderful campaign. It gets bigger. It gets bigger. Oh, let's start that. <laughs> Hashtag it gets bigger. But I guess my question is, does the size of a penis pre-puberty have anything to do with the size of the penis post-puberty? Reagan, you are an academic. I should expect you to know the answer now. Let me let me Google that for you. Thank and you. a sex predator, because, you know, if you're size gay. Size of penis before sex. puberty. Do you live under a bridge? <laughs> Reagan. Let's see. Children of. Okay, so Children I typed in size predators. of penis before puberty in Google. Yeah. It got back. I hope you didn't Google image search that. Children of same sex. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Children of same sex? What? Yeah, well, I was doing a news search for it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, done. Um, oh, these are comment for. Oh, man, I just. Uh huh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What Dang. did I say I typed in? Professor. Don't know. Pre- Small dicks, puberty, penis, penis size. size. Yeah, now I'm after. now the NSA is going to be fucking like on my okay. jock after typing this stuff. Okay. Um, I am a 22 year old guy, but my flaccid soft penis looks like that of a pre-puberty stage, about uh. one and a half inches in length and two inches in thickness. What? Although when erect, I can measure up to 5.5 inches. I don't know the cause of this, but am so embarrassed to let my new girlfriend find out as I don't know what her reaction will be. Well, better get it over with. But what does that have to do with my question? He's after I don't know. I'm, I'm just doing a Google search. You know, the mm. next thing I'm going to read is going to be, that means you have cancer, because that's what all things on Google lead you to. Oh, I know. That's why I never, self, I never self-diagnose. I learned this many years ago. I just don't okay. do it. Average penis size and pre-puberty masturbation. Oh, Christ. Hello, I'm 14, oh. almost 15, oh. and I started masturbating oh, around God, the no. age of 12. I don't want <laughs> pedophilia. I want, like, just the answer. I don't want kitty born. Jesus Christ. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> Maybe forget it. I, I don't know where the, I don't think I like where this so is you're, going. So what your, <clears throat> your question is, <laughs> if it's a small penis before puberty, is it going to be a small penis yeah. after puberty? In other words, is there a, is there a relationship between mm-hmm. penis size before puberty versus I would penis doubt size that after. there's any relationship because oh good. I will share with you that oh. I had small feet as a child, and oh. now I have very large feet. What size feet? Uh. I have size 12s. Me too. Yeah. Now, you've so often shared that you have a rather large penis. Was it small before puberty? I don't, I don't actually know. remember, but I remember I blossomed early. 
But did you have to masturbate with, uh, with like a your you know like a tweezer, or did you? No. Did you no. use, how did you masturbate before puberty? I don't know. Oh God, I, you're no good to me. It was fifth grade. I, is that okay. even before puberty? When does puberty happen? I think around then. Maybe I think fifth grade 12, is before. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, 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 no. Puberty happens probably at around twelve for boys because uh, girls go through puberty later, sooner than boys. I think. Anyway, what's the answer, Reagan? That's because they're sluts, Professor Fox. I don't know. I don't know what looking? the answer is. I don't study. I'm, I have a PhD in communication, not pedophilia. Okay, thank you. But didn't you write a book about pedophilia? What? Heterophilia or something? That would Heterophobia? <laughs> Heterophilia. <laughs> Sorry. How do, this is such an inverse of how this podcast started. It used to be a bunch of sober people and me, and now I'm clearly the only sober person and everybody else is drunk. Mm-hmm. Problem. Yeah, you know, we haven't even <laughs> talked about it on my show, but I was, I was uh, on a relapse for about over, over 13 months. Yeah, yeah, we I never. I don't think we've talked about. I did not know this. Somebody, no, I, somebody t- I talked about it ex post facto. Oh, so you weren't like woohoo? No, I did tell you a long time ago when I'm like I, I'm like Wanda. I, I, I went to uh, Oktoberfest and I drank. You're like, well, the important thing is that you're not drinking anymore, so don't worry about it. But you assumed oh. that I had stopped when in fact I hadn't. <laughs> so I'm like, she's dumb. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I'm not you hanging out with her. Just, you know. Yeah. But I, I find get... don't don't you find that after you have been sober for a period of time and then you go back to drinking and then you think, ugh, why did I? How did I ever get super involved in this? No. <laughs> okay. Because but now I have a question: Was it just yeah. drinking or was it drugs? Well, see, that's what's tricky about it because it was just drinking, and my issue was drugs. Yeah. And see, this is where the head this is where the head fuck is. Because since I never really was a drinker, you know, I drank like a Jewish person, very seldom. Is that the excuse that you gave yourself to start drinking? Absolutely. And that's also the excuse I used to to keep drinking for uh, 13 months, is that I wasn't abusing it. So I didn't really have, even while I was relapsed, I'd never had more than like two glasses of wine, maybe three once or twice, like through the whole time. So it was really hard for me to get back into sobriety because... I was like, oh, well, I'm not doing drugs. But at the same time, I could very much feel that it was right around the corner, the mm. drugs. Because I was, I was getting really close. I was hanging out with people that were doing shady, really shady drug yeah. things. I find, you know, like, I, just from the people in my life, I, I was fortunate that booze was my thing. So I, and I've never had the thought like, oh, it was, booze was my problem, not crack cocaine. I should try <laughs> some crack cocaine. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of the reverse yeah. where you have a lot of hardcore drug addicts who are like, you know what, a few drinks is nothing compared to this, so I'm going to let myself do that. And I will tell you, it is not long, at least from the people I have seen before they're in hotel rooms with strangers shooting up or you oh, know, yeah. doing... Getting I, filmed at the Cocoa Dorm. I came yes. very close to that. But you know, the thing is, Wanda Wisdom and Reagan Fox, is that I, I, was, I think if I hadn't been in Paris, I wouldn't have gone back into the program because it, being there and being so isolated made me so lonely... That the only thing I could do, I mean, really, the reason the reason I went back into sobriety was because I missed my friends 
because mm. I had spent you know twelve years building a whole new network of friends and losing the old network of friends, and they were all gone. So <laughs> I didn't know what else to do but go back. That's why I mean that, it wasn't because oh drinking was horrible with my two glasses of wine. It's because I was desperately lonely and I couldn't go back and, and still drink, not honestly. Mm-hmm. So I just quit. But it's been over I think a year and a half now. Congratulations. Wheel clap. I would bring a cake, but I don't have cake. The way I feel the next day when I wake up is just not worth it to me. And I've been, I got a really bad sunburn on July 4th. I went to the beach with my boyfriend and one of my best friends and his boyfriend. And they were taking, we were there for about four hours and I wasn't reapplying sunblock. And it's, because you were worst. too busy getting fucked. Mm-hmm. Why she was you getting, are crazy. She was getting Eiffel Tower, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had the second worst sunburn I've ever had before in my entire life. What does that got to do with so, drinking? I was going to say, what does this have to do with getting sober? Oh, no, no, no. Because I was talking about just being tired. So now I'm like, now I'm so tired from the sunburn illness. Okay, so that's nice. Now, since it's, a, <laughs> since it's about time to end, should we? Yeah. We were going to talk last week, but we had Raymond well, on about, about thirty minutes about having co-hosts or guests or something. What, what what was the story there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I put a call out for somebody conservative, and nobody, <laughs> nobody. I think we preach to the choir. It's so Nobody. funny because so many people like listen to the, you know, beg for the show when it's not on. And then when we do it, I feel like crickets. Crickets. I know. I know. We have, guess how many comments we have for our last podcast. Sorry. Oh, okay. Get we it. Zero. We have Crap a total of zero porn. comments. Yeah. And that's something I Wait, want to say. I think it's me? very important to comment on a show like Eat This Hot Show because it's so grounded in dialogue. And yeah. so we tend to agree with each other on a lot of points. So I don't know about the two of you, but I really appreciate it when people comment. You know, I, of course I do. And I heard you talking about this, the same thing when you were doing your show. Yeah. And I asked you a question. I said, well, do you have a, com- a listener comment call in line? You don't. And it, because as a listener at that point, I wanted to call in. I was in the car, but there's no way in hell I would have written a comment. But I had planned oh, to say. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe yeah. we should get that. Maybe we should set up oh, a We call could do line. that. Yeah, we could. Well, yeah, one of our Skypes. Or the just Google Voice or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the other. Yeah, I think it would okay. be funny, or not funny. I think it would be fun to do, if we could figure out how to finagle it, do a. Um, a live show. Yes, that was my next t- thing. Yes, absolutely. Let's oh, I'd it. be all over that. That would be awesome. So we that would, would be do. So cool. I would. I like Skype, but I don't know if it would work. Can you do video conferences, or do you still have to pay for it with Skype with three people? I'm sure you have to pay for it, but can we figure out a way to do it on Google Hangouts? Yes. Uh, the The only issue might be sound quality, but we'll cer- we can certainly try it do you, if you want. Next week, we can sort of try it before I love the show. It. For the yeah, program. no, that'd be awesome. Okay, I look so should ugly. We, in fact, should we though. do it at a special time? Then I guess we had to figure this out on the air. Well, I don't think we should. Oh, that's yeah, that's tricky because you know if we want to give out the time, then we really should test yeah, it in it advance. Um, I can do it on Sunday if we did it Sunday evening or like more in the evening on er. Sunday. That would be. 
that would be awesome. My mother is going to be just leaving on Sunday, so that's perfect. I, I it would make more sense from a listener perspective to listen to us during the evening because people wake up late on Sunday. They so what time brunch, are you talking about? They, what time works for y'all? I don't know, like uh, seven p.m. Central Time. Is that's that too fine. late? Too early? Oh, that's fine. No, that's fine. So that would be. Is that five my time? Yes. Okay. Okay, hold on. Record live program with Wanda Wisdom and Reagan Fox next Sunday at 7 p.m. 5 p.m. Live. Wow. I think it'll automatically... This is the thing I don't like about Siri. When I do this, it like automatically sends you guys notices, and I don't really like that, but whatever. That's fine. I don't mind. Well, then you should reply to them, for fuck's sake. Record Eat This Hot Show live at 7pm on Sunday. We're like the Golden Girls already. When did we get this old that we're all talking to our phones like like my mother? Okay, but here's the thing. I'll be close to you. I've sorted them by rating. (laughs) The bitch is giving me restaurant suggestions. Oh, shocker. See, I turned off her responses because that bitch be getting on my nerves. So she just I like it better that way. But did she just call her the N-word? <laughs> Wanda Wisdom just called Siri the N-word. Didn't you hear that? I heard it. Here's your reminder for next Sunday at 9 a.m. Yeah, that's helpful. Did, uh, 9 a.m.? Okay, I'll do this later. She called it the N-word. I know Reagan heard that, too. It's not. You did. She no, you called, not. you called her the N-word. I heard it. Well, the audience will hear it, too, I hope. Um, so if that doesn't work with the Google and the video, I can always just basically do what we do uh, with Cheryl, just do Ustream and just stick like a plain old you know, image of, you know, a still image on and mm-hmm. we'll play over mm-hmm. Ustream, which works perfectly fine. I know how to do okay. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Be, I'm t- this sounds exciting. So maybe we'll go for we'll our have a first room. live show ever. And yeah. then after that, then we'll bring in uh, somebody to co-host for the week. Are we going to be competing with Big Brother, though? Oh, I, I don't care. No, <laughs> actually, we won't be. We will not be. Okay. I like to use, I have a thing called a DVR. It's very fancy. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't video- know if it's quite up to the AT&T universe. I have a Tran Grand don't know what a DVR is. <laughs> I am not Tran Grand. I am... What is it? I wrote it down. Gangy. I'm gangy. Gangy. <laughs> I like gangy. And um, I'm going to start the goodbye music since we're going mm-hmm. on and on like okay. olden mm-hmm. women. Let me find it. Uh, let me Trey get my Grant. glasses on. Where's, where's the button for music? This radio doesn't work right on my phone. Wee-oo. So if you're conservative and you want to be on our show, contact us, especially if you're a conservative gay. I feel like I want to go troll conservative websites and find someone. Yeah. Doesn't everybody at a conservative website, isn't trolling implicit in that? All websites have trolls, especially YouTube. If you ever want to see really fucking racist shit, go look at YouTube comments. Or Yahoo News comments. Are we done? Bye. Bye. Toodles.